0: From the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky, welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Kevin Holm Hudson and the adjuncts. Coming up on Red Barn Radio.
1: embrace
0: We want to thank WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner serving Central and Eastern Kentucky. WEKU is Kentucky's NPR station. Live streaming and more information at WEKU.FM. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at VisitLex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen for supplying food each week for our guests, artists, and volunteers. Located on Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky, Broussard's Delta Kitchen features the authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta, and live music every weekend. You'll find more information on Broussard's on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort & Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort & Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us.
2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Collins. Red Barn Radio is now in its 17th broadcast season, and tonight is Red Barn Radio's 655th live concert performance. Tonight, we present Dr. Kevin Holm-Hudson. By day, Dr. Holm-Hudson is a professor of music theory at the University of Kentucky. By night, he plays keyboards and is also an active solo songwriter in his own right. Growing up on the mean suburban streets of Wilmington, Delaware, Dr. Holm Hudson channels his unresolved middle class angst and hormone hijacked adolescence into his tuneful and articulate songs. We are so pleased to welcome Dr. Kevin Holm Hudson and the adjuncts to the Red Barn stage.
1: blue. When I awoke to my surprise, suddenly I realized that I had lived this life before in the sky, an open door was beckoning to me. And now with clarity, I knew one day I must go walking through. I've seen the path the door And I know it means escape In the cold and gray of a working day My dreams are iridescent blue Inside the dead saloon Are the ghosts of memories They come floating on the breeze And then they slowly disappear with the passing of the years
3: Ghosts come back and
1: settle in And they remind you where you've been By the light of the harvest moon One day I'll pass through that door of the spirit But until then I am abandoned here below But even then I know From the pictures that I've seen From up in space, this earthly place Is shining iridescent blue And when I first laid eyes on you I knew that it was destiny That you'd be coming home with me And that my wicked love would change But everything was prearranged The dice was loaded from the start I'd already lost my heart Just to find that you were untrue Like a poker hand Given by a broken dealer You already know How the game is going to end But I can still call you my friend
2: here's Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker to speak with Dr. Kevin Holm Hudson.
4: Hello, Dr. Kevin Holm Hudson. Nice to see you and so glad you could be on the program tonight. Since we may not have an opportunity to speak directly to your bandmates, maybe you could speak on their behalf? They all think I'm wonderful.
3: Okay, good.
4: <laughs> Next question. Thanks. Maybe you could tell their bios on their behalf.
3: Absolutely. I have known uh, Chappie, David Chapman, for close to 20 years. We played in bands together. We got driven out of churches together. <laughs> you know, We've jammed and gone into strange musical territories together. And so he, he's one of my go-to musicians in any kind of situation. And when the opportunity came to put together a band, The Adjuncts actually was a band that was put together specifically for this show. For Red Barn Radio. I'd been doing a lot of music as a solo artist and when the opportunity came to do Red Barn Radio it was suggested that it might be fun to work with a band and so of course Chappie was my first choice. Finding a bass player was a bit more difficult because being the summertime a lot of the musicians I knew were traveling and things like that but Chappie knew Scott from years back they had been in a band together Not exactly sure how many years back they had played, but it had been quite a long time. But he was somebody that Chappie thought of right away. So I sent demos out, sent charts, and when we had our first rehearsal, it was just like we all just hit it off so well. So Scott is actually near Alexandria, Kentucky. Where is that? It is northern Kentucky, not too far from Cincinnati Covington area. What I know about it is that it's a long, meandering drive off of the interstate. <laughs> yeah, I don't recall seeing any <laughs> Alexandria signs on 75. <laughs> no, it's a bit of a drive to get up there, a bit of a drive for him to come down and join us, but that's, you know, I think a uh, testimony to his dedication and fortitude and the fact that he tolerates us. You find the darndest things just
1: digging around. The backyard of a shotgun shack on the edge of town. Some empty whiskey bottles and a broken G.I. Joe. Tell the tale of a family that lived here long ago. Secrets that are buried can come out into the light. A heavy rainstorm that erodes the soil just right. Dig around the fence line and they'll start to show exhumed listening by the light of the moon. No one ever talks about the bullets in the backyard. No one ever talks about the bullets in the backyard. Some say they were used for hunting, though no one knows what they were hunting for impromptu burgoo from the times when the living was poor perhaps they were a souvenir from fighting overseas speculation comes with excavation by degrees perhaps they were for settling some neighborly dispute the past is buried now so the point is probably moot who knows what family secrets lie in the hearts of men It's how they settled things. It was a different time back then. No one ever talks about the bullets in the backyard. No one ever talks about the bullets in the backyard. Old suburban shrapnel can be the worst kind. Everyone likes to look sophisticated and refined, but the recoil can be nasty and difficult to control. A long-forgotten rumor can blow a hole right through your soul. You don't get many answers if you ask around these parts. Don't ask so many questions is advice you should take to heart. Handle the truth as gently as those bullets in your hand You don't want something to blow up that you would never understand Darling, no one ever talks about the bullets in the backyard
4: Well, I'm just impressed that you got the, the decal on the kick drum so quickly.
3: <laughs> well, if I can give a shout out to that, that logo is courtesy of my friend Steve Broderson, with whom I play in a band called the yes. It's a British pop rock cover band. I knew Steve is a terrific graphic artist. And so I said, you know, we need a logo that can go in a drum head. And he said, any ideas? And I said, well, you know, something with a vintage look and should probably have a mortarboard hat on it. <laughs> and I think a day or two later, he sends me this great mock-up. He's like, how about this? I like it. That's great. So, in his
1: studio, young Pablo rises up his cello bow. It's nineteen thirty six in Catalonia. Soon all of Europe will explode. Passion and technique again combine in a flowing air. inches.
3: Roberta
4: Guthrie, ladies and gentlemen. So Roberta just joined you on cello on Portrait of Casals. And then later on will be Dan Ward. Tell us about how you came to know Roberta and Dan.
3: In the case of Roberta, she and I go to the same Quaker meeting, Lexington Friends meeting. She brought in her cello to meeting one Sunday. We usually have a time of of music before the silent worship. And Mm. she led us into worship. There is a movement from Mahler's Fifth Symphony, Called the Adagietto. It's just a gorgeous, mm. full lyrical melody. But it basically starts in the cellos and reaches its apex in the violins. You know, when, when Mahler wrote that, he passed it from instrument section to instrument section. And Roberta played it as a solo unaccompanied cello piece, taking it all the way up into the violin register. And I heard just, you know, this world-class cello playing, and I just said, wow. After I had written Portrait of Casals, I asked if she would grace us with playing cello on it. And I wrote a cello part that kind of weaves the Bach cello prelude from the first cello suite with enough tinkerings to make it fit my own chord progression, you know. And so um, so she played that, that part. And we we've played it a few times, but this is you know certainly the largest audience that we've played it for.
1: TV news said, if we stayed here, we would likely be dead. So we covered the windows, barred all the doors, and we said goodbye to the lost shore. And we said goodbye to the lost shore, for we knew we'd not return anymore. We said a prayer we could muster no more As we said farewell to the lost shore mm-hmm. Poor little bird can't understand Why these gay She's lost, as the rain pours, trying to make her way to the lost shore. And we said goodbye to the lost shore, for we knew we'd not return anymore. We said a prayer we could muster no more, as we said, could muster no more. As we said farewell to the lost shore, and we said goodbye to the lost shore, for we knew we'd not return anymore. We said a prayer we could muster no
4: talk about you and about your training
3: and where it all started. Did you actually grow up in Delaware? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. And, and yeah. how did you happen to be in Delaware? I was born in Wilmington and grew up in Delaware through high school. And when I went to college, I went to Syracuse University. And oh, that yeah. was a situation you where know, people ask me, how'd you wind up in Syracuse? And that was a happy accident. I was a drifting high school senior without a whole lot of discipline or motivation. I didn't know huh. where I wanted to go. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do something with music. By the time you finished high school, you well, were pretty clear about that? Well, I didn't know what else I would be doing, you know, basically. I wasn't really thinking about jobs at that point. Actually, in my dream situation, what I wanted to do was I wanted to be like an engineer for albums. It'd be uh. like the person that was like working in the board and studio. And I mentioned this to my guidance counselor. Of course, he just gravitated to engineer. And he's just like, oh, well, Carnegie Mellon has a good engineering program. I'm like, I yeah. don't want to design bridges. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's not what I mean by engineering, you know. So didn't really get very far with that. But but Syracuse sent me a catalog. And it was a great catalog. You know, the 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 School of Music building looked like Hogwarts. I mean, uh. it's just this majestic-looking castle on a hill. I'm I, serious. I, I, it's on the National Register of Historic Places. Krauss College, it's called. It's just an amazing building. I ended up going to Syracuse. I was At the time, I was a piano performance major because I played piano. And again, I didn't know what else to do. So I was a piano performance major. About the time of my junior, senior year, I realized I wasn't going to make a living doing this because I didn't have you know, the chops to be a solo pianist virtuoso by that time I had discovered composition you know especially composition Uh, in 20th century musical styles experimental music and so on and so when I ended up going back to my master's again at Syracuse it was for composition and during my master's study I got interested in non-western music and Hmm. ethnomusicology and I briefly considered going into that but I didn't want to do the field work You know, I didn't want to, like, go to Brazil for six years and live in a jungle to record the music. No? You know, too many mosquitoes. Uh So I didn't want to do that. But also, one of my teachers had said, well, if you go on ethnomusicology, you know, your bachelor's degree is in piano. Your master's degree is in composition. And if you go on to get another degree in ethnomusicology, it's going to look like you don't know what you want to do with your life. I had the beginning
1: of a song and I thought of you the melody stuttered hesitated and I fought it through it was hazy from time just a misshapen line it was like a memory with the passage of time smoothly from my fingertips. But the lyrics run rudely, they elude me, and the rhyming slips. Still the song that I hear
0: Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Kevin Holm Hudson, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Kevin Holm Hudson after this break. We'll be right back. This is Red Barn Radio.
1: And turn gray in memory with you
0: Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Kevin Holm Hudson, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. (laughs) ¶¶
1: insects stop their mating cry somewhere a door slams hanging on broken hinges sounding like the sound of her goodbye send me some rain for my soul is parched and weary it's been so long I felt it on
4: And that almost sounded, um, I don't know, Steely Dan-esque. That's
3: my attempt at writing a Steely Dan song as sung by David Crosby, perhaps.
4: <laughs> David Crosby may be one of the only vocalists I can think of who was never featured as a, at least a background vocalist on a Steely Dan record. And there are probably good reasons it. for that. <laughs> in the time that you've been involved in music education at the college level, how are you seeing schools
3: change? When I was in college, there were very few schools that had programs in music industry or music business. Hmm. But now that seems to be something that's much more common. Ironically so, perhaps, as the industry itself is kind of having its uh, yeah, right. its challenges of its own. A lot of what I do in the, in the classroom <clears throat> involves popular music, and I have a, a teacher of mine in college to thank for that that was... Uh, who was not necessarily somebody that would use popular music a lot in the classroom, but as we're going over chords and Roman numerals and you know, 1, 4, 5, and things like that. In one offhand remark, he, he said something about, you know, you usually don't have 5 going to 4. You can have 4 going to 5, but not 5 going to 4. And he says, you find that in Chuck Berry, you don't find that in Bach. Oh. And I thought, bing! Huh, that's kind of interesting. Why is that, you know? And I liked the sudden unexpected appearance of Chuck Berry in my freshman theory class. Yeah, you know? right. So, um, so one of the things that I try to do each year, and I've done this, well, since my Northwestern days, so this is going on probably 25 years that I've done this. Hmm. Every fall, when I have my, meet with my freshman for the first time, their first assignment is to send me YouTube links to their, like, their three desert island pieces of music. And I say it can be any genre. You know, the only rule is that it has to be something that I would feel comfortable playing in front of my mom. So, Uh you know, no, like, nothing misogynist, no, like, four-letter words, no, you know, Uh any of that. But it can be any genre. And so I get an incredible variety of music from my students, you know, they give me the Eagles, but they also give me Mahler, you know, or they give me some band piece that they played in high school. And then like the next track is like Black Sabbath or something like Uh that. What I do with this is I not only use this as a kind of a benchmark for where my students' musical background is, but I use it as teaching material. Mm. I go through every single recording that the students send me and I take notes on what I hear you know, what kind of harmony things I or this is a good example of three, four time or whatever, you know, because it's freshman, you're starting with very basic things. So, ah, here is a major chord, you know, <laughs> can even be something as simple as that. I work these through the curriculum for my semester alongside the you know usual canonic composers like Bach and Beethoven and so on. And it definitely kind of you know keeps the students engaged because yeah. there's a chance that at any given moment their song is going to be used as a teaching example.
4: Yeah, sure. Huh, cool.
1: I saw you from a distance and I tried to catch your eye. You were hanging on the arm of some other guy. I wish I could say something, but I'm just too shy. So I shuffled my feet and went out as you walked by. That you don't even know how beautiful you are I saw you tuck your lovely legs into your daddy's car In my world, you're as glamorous as a movie star And I'd like to ask you out But I know that I wouldn't get far me up against the wall by the chick-fil-a counter at the food court at the mall. If I asked you for your number, would you accept my call? Do you even take notice of guys like me at all? As you floated right past me and flicked back your hair, I caught the smell. in a moment all I could do was stare then your eyes caught me staring and I suddenly wished I wasn't there boy. The only time he's noticed is when he annoys. He's completely lacking in social grace and poise, but his awkwardness is always something that we all enjoy. That's okay, it's alright, being lonesome as can be. I'm used to being somebody that girls can't see. But when he leaves you crying,
3: Now, what about Dan? Dan, I met through an open mic, uh Lex Jam open hmm. mic, and he came in one time with his flutes and delay pedals and looper pedals and things, and it was just amazing. And so when opportunity came to do a, a recording called El Brujo, I invited him into the studio. And it was great, because I was working with these just very, very seasoned professional musicians and Dan comes in with his flutes and just weaves this spell across the studio and somebody that was in there said where did you find this guy and I said open mics <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: such a long journey has left me here to face him alone I have traveled such a My feet, its incantation like an echo, fading away within my mind. The sun sinks slow to the horizon. I know. everyone.
2: We would like to thank Kevin, Scott, David, Roberta, and Dan for being with us here this evening. Thanks to all of you listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn network of stations, especially we thank W.E.K.U., Red Barn Radio's official radio partner serving Central and Eastern Kentucky. W.E.K.U. is Kentucky's NPR station. Live streaming and more information at W.E.K.U.F.M.
4: We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition of this Kentucky region and share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and on our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on eventbrite.com, Lexington.
2: Give it up, Dr. Kevin Holm Hudson.
1: To spit with somebody once told me it would be a hit
3: but I'm not convinced it kind of makes me win till the verse like this will do in a pinch And after that rough and uninspired start I find I'm only halfway to the sing-along part where you can all pretend and make amends with the drunk person next to you who thinks you're your friend and this is the pre-chorus part
1: the minor chord hits you in the heart song. Stop raining, So I thought this song would be better than complaining And I lost the bet I still got wet But I still got a pretty good song out of Ed A critic said my song was superficial The music and the words were artificial I suppose I could go all Americana But it's just a stupid pop song And I don't wanna This is still the pre-chorus part The minor chord hits you in the heart You
0: Red Barn Radio would like to thank Kevin, Scott, David, Roberta, and Dan for being with us tonight. We thank W.E.K.U., Red Barn Radio's official radio partner serving Central and Eastern Kentucky. W.E.K.U. is Kentucky's NPR station. Live streaming and more information at WEKU.fm. We'd like to thank Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen for supplying food each week for our guests, artists, and volunteers. Located on Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky, Broussard's Delta Kitchen features the authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta, and live music every weekend. You'll find more information on Broussard's on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner. Providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. Accuprint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, Accuprint is on the web at accuprint.us. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at workoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.